Oh, okay, we're live. We're not live, but we're recording. So <laughs> I just don't think we're live. But anyway, uh, okay, so welcome. Welcome to uh, another episode of Layer by Layer. And in this episode, I have one of my really good friends, uh, Derek. Uh, and he uh, expressed some interest in 3D printing. And so I said, you know, why not? You know, have you on the episode, and you can have, you know, you can ask any questions, and you know, just kind of hang out and listen to some interesting things about this crazy uh, thing that's going on right now in our world. So, um, go ahead if you want to introduce yourself, uh, Derek. If you want to, you know, but I don't know if I said enough or <laughs> not enough. So. No, it's good. We, uh, you know, friends for a long time, been recording things for a while, videos. This is. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The intro just reminded me when we uh, they were one recording where we weren't supposed to use our real names, <laughs> and the whole intro was just about not using our real names. Oh, I'm sorry. That, that's not no. It, was my, it just reminded me of that. I thought that was hilarious. Was, you know, this is Derek. I'm like, don't use my real names. No, no. No, it's fine now. Um, but anyway, yes, I have some interest in 3D printing. Um, what is a good start out? What are some good uh? You know, I guess the the main thing is what's a good start out, you know, learning a lot about Dungeons and Dragons is like, it. I guess where 3D printing kind of shines, because a lot of people are into making minis, um, you know, the world around, like the battle scenes and all that. Um, so I feel like a lot of people use 3D printing for that. Um, but that's, that's pretty much what my what my direct interest is, is learning about 3D printing so that I can make a more in-depth world, a more visual world for when I play. Right, I got you. I think, yeah, that's a, you can't, that's a good one because uh, when it comes to tabletop gaming, uh, 3D printing has really changed that a lot besides, you know, you having to go out and buy a miniature or, like, you know, people would just literally, like, people would play Dungeons & Dragons without miniatures at all, you know. Yeah. They just imagine it, you know. Um or they have these little paper cutouts that you could use and like attach it to, yeah. you know, almost like little, uh, what are those little board game pieces, you know? But like, um, or like I said, the other the other um, alternative is you have to buy miniatures online. Uh, I know Dungeons and Dragons they do sell miniatures that you can buy in like, um, you know, like your your local hobby store or something like that. But right, a little more costly than making it. Well, I guess that would be the question. If it is costly versus making your own, like which one would be more efficient and less costly? Well, let okay. So efficiency with the three D, yes, you would have more efficiency over time. It would it would definitely cost you less uh, because it depends on what printer you're using. Most people use that the resin for miniatures because of the detail. And resin printers, like, and I, and one of my other podcasts, I kind of like went over the differences between the resin, and the FDM, and the resin. It 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 is more expensive because the resin itself costs more than the plastic filament, if that makes sense. Right. Um, but you can print if you're just into miniatures. You can. Out of one bottle of resin, let's say a resin bottle costs you twenty-five to 30, 30 bucks, you can okay. probably print 
If you're printing 30 millimeter scale, uh, 30 millimeter uh, miniatures, I mean, you can probably get a really good amount of miniatures out of that one bottle. I'm going to say, I'm just putting a number out there, at least 40 to 45. Like okay, so where it would normally cost you about, I think I looked a couple up there about like fifteen dollars, I think for for some miniatures. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then you could definitely get your money's worth out of a twenty dollar bottle. It's practically like buying wine almost exactly. with shipping and all that stuff. Exactly. So okay. And like. So yeah, it'd be definitely worth it that way. Right, and just like anything, I think it, the upfront cost is the printer itself. You know, like yeah, exactly. You gotta invest in the printer, obviously. Once you get at, once you get that out the way, it's all like, um, it's all good from there. It's just having resin, um, but you can print with the FDM too. Like you don't have to. I don't want people to think that you have to have resin to print miniatures because some people might resin is just a higher quality. I'm guessing resin is just a higher quality. But nowadays, these uh, the FDM printers are getting so good that the quality is really good so like I, don't get me wrong is it as good as resin no but if you're a is it trying to is uh, it are they trying to make it so that the quality is equal to or greater than resin if i don't they probably it's, it's kind of hard because the layers are really so thin on resin because it's mm -hmm. liquid that's just it's a liquid being yeah um it, it's it's kind of hard. Um, I think they're trying to get as close as they can, you know, to right. it because it's basically layer height, the size of the layer. It's called layer height size. So um, it's just that nowadays these printers are so efficient. Uh, they can do tinier layer heights. Um, and, and, and another thing I always mention, too, is like most of the time with your miniatures, um, you're going to paint them. So, like, even if you do... Right. Uh, if, even if you do have an FDM printer and you end up painting your miniature, you're going to spray it with primer, and that's going to like take away all like lines and stuff that you're going to that you're going to see. So right. I mean, it's kind of like, but in that FDM, you're still going to get that that um, that like con that detail. If that makes sense, if, if that's what you care about, if you really you, you still get quality. It's just a different type of quality. It is. It's a different type of quality. So, like, and, and if that's all you want if you said, hey, Justin, all I want to do is miniatures, I'd be like, okay, get a resin printer. Mm -hmm. But if you were like, hey, yeah. I kind of want to start a business or I want to, like, make other things that are more practical and, you know, start a business. Not that, not saying you can't start a business with resin, um, but it's just more, it just costs you more. Um, so you're going to have to for higher. Dude, is is resin what am I looking for if you were going to start a business using either or are are both of them food safe because I know that you can print things like you know I'm guessing you can make like um different shapes of like cookie cutters or like different pans or something for cake yes uh, yes they are food safe P well resin's not is that what you resin no <laughs> yeah, so I'm asking if you were if you were going to start a business with one or the other, would it be better to start it with? Um, it would not be better to start it with resin because you couldn't do things like a, a baking pan and stuff like that because it's not food safe. Yes, well, that yes, it's not food safe, and resin is extremely fragile. 
you drop it. Mm-hmm. For the most part, you drop it, it's going to break. Um, they do have yeah. some out there that you can. Um, they do have some resin out there that's a little more durable, like ABS-like. Uh, but you'd be paying a little more for that. But yes, it's also resin. Even though it's cured, I still wouldn't eat off of it. Uh, I think cookie yeah. cutters. I think cookie cutters might be okay out of resin, but it's more. It's a little more uh, cost effective to make a cookie cutter from an FDM printer because it's just plastic. And yeah, you know, plastic never. As long as you clean it good, you know, it's not stainless steel, so it can get dirty because it's plastic. Right. So as long as you keep it clean. I mean, for the most part, you're good with, uh, with FDM with plastic. So, okay. Um, so business-wise, FDM is is a better way well, to go, depending on what you're making, I guess. It is, but biz, a lot of businesses use FDM printers because mm-hmm. people are making things like um, uh, I don't know, if you, like you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, like stuff you can use anywhere around the house. People use them for prototyping. If a company needs a part that you that they just want a bunch of parts printed for prototypes, FDM yeah. is, def- is the way to go. It's light. It's cheap. Uh, resin is, like I said, I think it's it's more of. I haven't really seen a lot of mm, like like practical use things for resin, to be honest. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm tr- most resin things that I've seen are just like sculptures, busts. I mean, if anybody out there knows any knows anything else that they've used for resin in businesses, like um, mm-hmm. other than that, resin, I've only, I've only mainly used it for miniatures. So mm-hmm. um, FDM's like my go-to for everything else. <laughs> like resins just like statues, busts, miniatures. Yeah. You know, things like that. Yeah. More more uh shelf stuff. Shelf stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Stuff that looks nice. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's the main difference with those two. But once again, you know, Going back to my story, like I started off with a resin printer because, and I didn't want to print miniatures. I didn't even know you could print miniatures. I wanted to start a business, and I'm not going to lie, my business was I wanted to make plant pots, like little succulent plant pots, right? Yeah. Out of resin? Yeah. Or just in general? Okay. In general. And I didn't remember, I didn't know much about 3D printing. I just looked online right. real quick, and I just saw. There were two types, FDM and resin. And then they were like, oh, right. resin, resin is more, um, it gives you more detail. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, I want more detail on my stuff, you know? So I'm going to get resin. Right. So that's where I just, I got one. And, you know, it came out okay. But I think after, like, just like we talk about the cost and the cleanup and how heavy mm-hmm. it was and me wasting, you know, I was just like, man, this is weird. Like, so when I got, when I got my first... FDM printer, and I saw how that worked. I was like, "Oh, yeah, I made that. I mean, that was the first kind of mistake. It wasn't a mistake right. because I could still use it for miniatures. Learning experience, kind of thing. It was a learning experience. A learning experience. So yeah, if it, yeah. If anybody out there wants to start a business with 3D printing, 
Like, you just got to know exactly what you want to do, like, first. You got to figure out. What yeah, part of the research phase. Yes, you can sell miniatures. A lot of people sell miniatures, so you can sell those, too. So you just got to know what you're getting into as far as price-wise and how much the resin You're making money back off of one miniature, almost. That's what I'm saying. So, well, yeah. For a bottle of resin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 tough. It's tough. It is tough. Yeah. It, you'd be selling your miniatures probably for like at least five dollars, maybe five or six bucks a pop. Maybe to cover the cost of resin, depending. So. Yeah. Um, you know, depending on how big it is, too. Unless you want to print like a huge dragon or something like that. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's really the good thing about about that um it is a learning curve <laughs> so uh but it does help out with certain things as far as like um personalization and changing things really quick like let's say if you have a client and mm -hmm. usually you work with clients and they'll give you something that they need printed and right. you know you may print it out and they may say well uh can you do this or can you do that yes I go, okay sure i can do it this way so, it, it so what exactly does that process look like if you had to if somebody gives you something or at least like a design they say hey i want this printed out right. do what system do you have to use in order to uh construct that for it to be printed so if they give you a type of like if you give me a drawing like let's say mm -hmm. you give me um a, like literally a literal drawing or something then i gotta go and design it in either a cad based program like Fusion mm -hmm. 360 or CAD or um, AutoCAD or something like that. I don't have AutoCAD, but I do. I know how to use Fusion 360. Um, or Blender or ZBrush or something like that. You have to go and design it. And that's just more, it's more work for you, but you charge more too. So if yeah. I got to design the part too, I'm going to charge you to print it and to my time of designing. The They're part. actually designing, yeah. Exactly. Do you do that system? Do you? If you go to make miniatures, do you design them yourself or do you look for it like um, pre-made uh, designs to print out? Or me personally or just in general? I'm sorry. Do you personally? I don't, well, I don't sell miniatures, but... Well, I mean, if I mean printing them out, even like just for yourself. Oh, I look for, so I don't make them <laughs> because I, I can make little stuff, but my sculpting, I'm trying to get my sculpting um, skills up. Uh, because that's mm -hmm. what I've always liked to do digital sculpting, but yes, you can go online. I go online, and there's the 3D printing community is huge. You can go online and get mm -hmm. a ton of stuff. You can get stuff for free, and some stuff you get uh, you pay for because people design them and they're really good. Yeah. So and then you can just print them out, and they're not that expensive. Like they could be for a good. Because you're paying for the file, basically, right? You're paying for the exactly. the design. So and good thing you asked, because let's do. Um, one second. I'll give you an. Ex I'll show you an example. Can you see this? My screen. Yes. Okay. So this is like a good. This is a good website called My Mini Factory. Um, mm -hmm. I'll tell you. I'll show you what I have. One second. Uh, so you can go in here and you can just search for just miniatures in general. Uh, and let's go library. Okay. So here's some examples. Mm -hmm. This is all stuff that I bought. So like okay. these, these are by artists that digitally sculpt them, and they'll put mm -hmm. them on here for. Well, these are free actually, but um, they'll put them on here. Some are free, 
they'll put them on here for you right. to um so like this one was really cool i really like like the art style like the like samurai rabbit thing oh yeah that is nice yeah so um you know you got a bunch of uh artists on here that um yeah you can just go in here and buy it and i think he was only okay he was 6.99 so okay you're paying seven bucks but these people did the work i mean they put a, they probably put a lot of yeah. work and hours into this so and there's just some other stuff that i bought like over the past couple months this was a patreon i think that i had gotten i never printed any of these mm -hmm. actually um like pretty cool so they're yours you just haven't printed them out yet exactly like they are mine okay now when it comes to selling like let's say i wanted to print you know some of this stuff out or let's say i wanted to print um let's say i want to print this guy out let's just for an example you got to be careful because they may say uh on their site or on here that he was only 3.99 they may say mm -hmm. that you know you can't sell this non-commercial license which means yo you're, you can't make any money off of this so right because it's their design it's their design now sometimes they're okay with it um usually they're okay <laughs> if they have a patreon and let's say you subscribe yeah. to a specific tier on their Patreon. It's like a commercial mm -hmm, that makes tier. Sense. Then yeah. they're okay with you making money off of their designs. Um, right. So just got to be a little careful. I mean, in my opinion, like, it's not. If you do go really and start, it's not that crazy. Like, I don't think anybody's going to really come after you. Like, if you really want me to be honest, and I'll be honest to everybody out there. Yeah. If I, yeah. If I drew something and I watched a, a a video on this a while ago, if I if I made something and I put it out there and I sold it and I just said, hey, you know, this is just for sale for your personal use. I don't want you to make money off of it. And let's say someone did it anyway, because that's what people do. We all know it's fine. Right. And they did it anyway. And let's say I found out. Okay. I'm not. I would have to get a lawyer. And go through all these legal steps to try to get them to take it down. Like it's not just yeah. you writing them an email and say, "Hey, you need to stop now." I mean, you could do that, but who's to say that they're going to comply? They're going to be like, "Okay, what are you going to do?" Exactly. So, right. And also, in my opinion, if the person's not out there making millions of dollars off my design, I'm really not. I'm, I'm like, okay, if he's just making like a couple thirty bucks off of it, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not mad, but you know that's all that's how i look at it like it's it's a whole legal process for that person to come after you and say cease and desist blah 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 then yeah and then go through the whole legal action go through the whole legal action lawyers and court and all that stuff it's really it's right. so i think people just have you just gotta be you just gotta have morals like you know if you see somebody's design you're like and you think about selling it like maybe just you know, I don't know, rethink it because at mm -hmm. least if that person is saying, hey, I prefer you not to make money off of my design, just kind of, you know, it's, you know, it's up to you, I guess. It was courteous. Yeah. It, it would be courteous not, not to do it because all the time yeah. they put into actually making these things. Exactly. But these, these are all really detailed things. Oh, I mean, even yeah. that squirrel, that, you know, that's a really good yeah. rendition. Yes. All this stuff you can print. Um, Resin. Well, technically, you can print all this on FDM too. So don't, you know, you can print all this on FDM yeah. too. So um, yeah, yeah, that's basically how it goes. There's other sites called um, Printables, which is a big one, which I actually like a lot. And most of these are free. Oh no, all of these. I'm sorry, all of these are free. 
uh, for you to print. And this, like you, as you see, these could this could be anything from, you know, look at this little Star Wars. Little now, are those like breakout, like you would do a Gundam, you put that together? Okay. Yeah, so you can just print this, and then you just break it out and build like that, build the at that. And same with this little guy, and then these are the most popular ones. Um, I'm just trying to show examples of like what's out. Like there's literally everything out there. Like this, I love this little thing. Yeah. I, print, I printed this for Janora, you know, if for all you don't know, yeah. right, that's my daughter. Um, I printed this out for her. I mean, just to be, you know, I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's uh, something nice. Right. So, like I said, the sky is the limit when it comes to what you can print. Like, you got wallets, you know, you got whistles, you got little... Literally guys, everything. Literally everything. A little desk organizer if you want. But stuff like this is going to be better on FTM. I wouldn't do that with resin. It's just going to cost you too yeah, much. Yeah, because resin is, uh, aside from the cost, resin using as a practical use is too... Delicate, if I'm correct. Like I said, they do have other ones that are a little stronger uh, nowadays, but mm -hmm. it, it's going to cost you a little more. You know, yeah. It costs more. So that's basically. Yeah, that's that. So, oh, that's cool. Look at this. I can go pirate's chest. I was just looking. <laughs> I was looking at the dragon. <laughs> Where did. Oh, the little. Uh, that was. I guess that was the one next to you. Yeah, the one next to you. Yeah. yeah. These you print in place on your bed, and it just comes out articulated. It's pretty cool. You learn. Yeah. And then, obviously, there's different colors. You can, you know, they have different right. filaments and stuff. So, I mean, like, literally, this yeah, is limit. <laughs> so, it's crazy. This would definitely be something to get into. This is uh, it's fun and profitable. It is fun and profitable if you know how to do it. Um, I also think that if you want to make money, if you want to get be profitable off of it, um, mm -hmm. learn some kind of uh, 3D soft 3D modeling, or whether it's through to create stuff. Yes, whether it's through yeah. CAD or through like Blender or stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. Learn that because um, most of your money is going to come from people wanting things designed like most people don't come to you and already have the file ready to go and just say Can yeah you do this for me usually it's something that they want designed that they may have drawn up you know and then they ask if you can do this for them if you could do all yeah. that that's good money like i said that's your time plus the printing boom and there you go i think that's where the money is to be honest um, so, mm -hmm. if, if someone were to, in your opinion, if someone were to uh, want to proceed in, in doing something like that, where could they learn? Do you think this would mostly be like a self-taught thing, or do you think there's a place they could go to like learn it? I mean, I know YouTube is, YouTube University is like the biggest thing, yeah. um, but um, are there websites or other things that have like a loose idea of like a guide they could follow to learn these type of things or do you think youtube it would be the best place to uh give information on that look nowadays youtube is one of the best places that is free yeah i'm not so recently um i've learned that's where i've learned fusion 360 over the past couple of years 
Um, I have had CAD classes in high school and college, but like mm. still, like that was like drawing mainly. We did some okay. stuff, but like still, Fusion 360, I've learned mainly just watching YouTube videos. Um, mm. And same with there's a program out there called ZBrush. Um, I'm sure a lot of I've worked with ZBrush before. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. ZBrush is like industry standard for sculpting a lot of video game characters and environments yeah. and, and even in movies. Um, so recently I've been trying or not trying. I am learning that uh, and I'm watching YouTube videos because I was going to get a course. You know, you could buy certain courses online. Yeah, I mean, you've got plenty of things for that. Yeah. Yeah. But I went on. Honestly, I went on Reddit <laughs> and I was like mm -hmm. reading some stuff and people are like, you know what? And these are people that know how to do ZBrush. They're like, if you go to YouTube and watch this guy and this guy, they're like, you'll learn fast. And I was like, oh. Yeah. And like I went there and these people have playlists. You know, beginner, start here, one, two, three, four, all the way down to 50 episodes. And it's like, mm -hmm. you just follow along. And the more you do it, you're, you'll learn. You'll learn. I mean, take, yeah. you learn by doing anyway. So, yes. Right. Take your time and learn it. Yes, it's not. Yes, it, it's going to take time. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. But I truly believe, yes, anybody self-taught. That's my middle name. <laughs> so <laughs> it is. It is with all this stuff, whether it's three D printing and, and design. Like I'm, I'm a YouTube. I'm research on the computer. You know, I, I learn by doing. That's just what I do. So yes, yeah, anybody can get started. Anybody, as long as you put the time in, you can get started and you're dedicated. Yeah, you just got to work for it. That makes you got to work for it. Exactly. So it's definitely out there. I'm also asking for me. I'm going to try to said, look up yeah. ZBrush. I said, I'm also asking for me, not just them. I'm, <laughs> I'm using them as my uh, my guinea pigs. I guess somebody will. I'm asking for a friend and they wanted to know. You're like, hey, yeah, so I know this guy named Bob, right? And uh, he's been working. <laughs> He's doing this for quite some time. How, how can how can he do that? Just yeah. just inquiring. Next thing you know, tomorrow you open the business. Yeah, I'm right, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You know, Bob told me a lot. <laughs> Bob told me how to do. He's like, yeah, yeah, Bob. It was Bob. No, I get it. Of course, like a lot of people ask me. I got another one of my other uh, friends at work. Um, hope maybe I'll get him. Oh, he is supposed to come on uh, my podcast hopefully soon. He is into three D printing, but he really mm -hmm. wants to do it for money, mainly, and that, that's yeah. fine. I don't three D. You don't have to get into three D printing just because you you know you 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 love it or you find it interesting. That's great. Too. So that's a good reason to get a job. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you love it, you might as well make money off of it. Right. But like, I mean, if you want to make money off of it, if you want to get into three D printing just to make money, that's fine. Like, it's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's a good way to do it. You know, if you can invest in it, there's a market for it. Yeah, there's always oh, a huge market. For it. Like you said, this yeah, you're saying this, this it's coming up. So if it is coming up. A lot of people want to get into it. You know, it's right. Might as well do it now while there are people giving it away for free, and you can kind of come through. Right. And I I don't. Would you consider? Well, I guess it would if you designed it. I was going to say some people having better quality, but I guess the quality of it will be the same, but the design of it and how good something looks would be the difference between one thing or another. 
like when you when you say the quality so so let's say you have two people selling miniatures in the exact same uh uh okay. like let's say resin because i keep forgetting the name of the other one um yeah yeah so or let's go fdm because if they're making miniatures out of fdm um, if they're making the exact same thing, the quality of it will most likely be the same for both parties. But the difference would be design, or would or two people have two different qualities of the same FDM? Okay, so I guess that would be up to the pr the the type of three D printer they have. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, so if so, you're so in other words, if there were two different sellers and they sold. Let's say they sold the exact same miniature. Is that what right. you're saying? Okay. Right. Uh, it's the, they had the same exact miniature. Okay. But and the same exact uh, FDL. Okay. So, for the most part, they're going to be exactly the same. Unless right. one, one person is using some kind of, which you can do, a blend of two different resins to whereas... The one miniature is a lot more durable. Remember, I said they're they're really mm -hmm. fragile. Right. Like you can blend different resins together to make uh, make it more durable. So when it falls, mm -hmm. it won't break. Um, they do have newer printers now that are like 12k. You know, so like you get this crazy detail. But once again, yeah. are you really going to notice if you put the two next to each other? This most of the time miniatures are like that big. So like right. if you put the two next to each other, are you really going to notice? Probably not. So that person A would have to have some really, really, either their prices are lower mm -hmm. than this one. You know, maybe that's why person A is selling more than this one, person B. Um, but yeah, that's actually a really good point. Like, what would make you stand out if everybody's right. miniatures? And I think that's where I said, if you can learn how to design and make things yourself and be unique and have your own mm -hmm. art style or whatever style that is what that's what's going to gain you that's what's going to get you money basically you know people so ultimately it. it comes down to design um like you said because some people will probably clip uh maybe somebody else's art and and you know print that but if you can kind of make it your own or you know even if you have the same design if you created it, you could put it in different poses that you can print out and you can really make, you know, maybe you could print three of the same thing in different poses and that, you know, if you have that edge over them because you created it. You can do okay. different poses. You can maybe put one guy with a freaking katana and then maybe in the next pose he has, I don't know, sh uh, shurikens. After, yeah. You know, like, you and people love it. It's endless possibility. Yeah. Yes, that's so variety is also good, you know, than having one person, you know, um, people love, you know, maybe you, you know how to model a dragon. I don't know. People love cool mm -hmm. dragons, especially in D&D, &D. you know, people love yeah. that stuff. So, I mean, like it's the, the market is saturated. Don't get me wrong right now, but I notice a lot of people are doing the same things. So, like I said, yeah. if you think outside the box. You know, you should be good. You really should. I mean, if you have that art, if you if you're an artsy person in general, and not just people <laughs> taking people's stuff offline and printing them, if you're artsy and you can make it up yourself and be unique, you should be. You should have no problem at all. Yeah. So, 
That's a good thing about that. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds like a good thing. I, uh, I have a ton of drawings. What I was going to do, I was going to, I had a ton of monster drawings that I did. Not for D&D, this was just, I've been doing it for a while. I was going to start sculpting it with clay. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I know, one, that would be really time-consuming. Um, because of clay, buying all the right tools to get the right details and everything, which I'm sure would be time-consuming itself just to do it on the computer as well. But if I could do it on the computer and have that printed out in different materials rather than, you know, I couldn't mass-produce something I made in clay and have it be the same. Right. So, you know, if I wanted, to, if I made something out of clay, someone's like, oh, can you make me one but kind of like this? You know, that could take me, you know, months, if not longer, to do something different. So I think this would be a good thing to do. You know, I could take all the pictures I drew and, you know, kind of 3D animate them in these things yeah. and and print them out. And then, you know, if, if somebody likes it, I can design it or change around the design so that it's not specifically the first one that I made in my drawing. But it would be a good idea. And probably a lot lighter, depending on what I use, because clay, for certain things, can get extremely heavy. I mean, people like that stuff, too. Like, I mean, people do love handmade things. Like, Yeah, but that would be more one-of-a-kind kind of thing. It is, and it's more work. I think it's more work just, yeah. just doing, like, with the clay and all that other stuff. But people would love that. I mean, I would love yeah. a dragon or something that was made out of clay. I'd cherish that thing. That thing would write my freaking shelf or something <laughs> so, yeah i made one before well i didn't make a um yes please um i made in high school i made a um a what it's in my pants um that sounded awkward um if uh, what did I make? Oh, so I made like a griffin almost. Um, I started out with like a griffin head while everybody else is making pinch pots. And the teacher was like, all right, well, you know, instead of making the pot, why don't you make the full thing? So I made it. I mean, it wasn't like amazing, but, you know, it, it looks pretty good to me. Right. I have a picture of it. And um, I just got it fired. And, and I just had to like paint it how I wanted it. It looks really nice. And it was stable. And somebody came by. I feel like it was on purpose, but we won't get into that. They bumped the table, and it fell, and the whole thing broke. So that's why I'm like, you know, if I made something for somebody, and they have it on display, and then it breaks, you know, I would, uh, not only would both of us be heartbroken, but if they ask for another one, it's never going to be the same as the first one that I made. So I think here, if you may, if you could, like I said, if you could mass produce something, I could just say, oh, yeah, I'll just... You know, give me a day or two, I'll print out another one for you. Since I already have the file, right. you know, that would be uh, helpful. But, yeah, I, I do agree that a lot of uh, one-of-a-kind or handmade things have more of a personal touch. And uh, it looks nicer sometimes. You, you hit on one of the main points of 3D printing. So, like, when people want – okay, so product innovation. When people have a product – and mm -hmm. you can print it out for them. Um, you can always get it again. It's it's just they can have the spare parts. Hey, can you yeah. make 
you know, print me 20 of those. Okay. Once you design it, that's it's there, you know. So, oh, yeah. Okay, well, give me, let me get 20. Let me get 50. I just need spare parts for my company or whatever, you know. I think right. that's, that's beautiful. That just knowing and having that is a huge, huge benefit. So, yeah, I think that's the good part of the business aspect of it. Exactly. Um, and don't get me wrong, you know, clay working with clay can be beneficial. I know a lot of people make their business off of clay. Oh, yeah. um, but I think that if you have other interests um, and you have a, you know, another job somewhere else, mm-hmm. working with clay is not really an efficient way of making money because it's iffy whether they actually sell or not. Um, but like you said, 3D printing is, is taken off, especially with D&D. Um, even with practical uses, like you said, you have a little pencil holder for it. Um, so a lot of college people need practical things. So I think that would be, you know, a pretty good Because the only thing stopping you now is other competitors. Yes, exactly. So you just got to be different in that regard. Yes. Or you, yeah, or you niche down to something, you know, that maybe a lot of people, um, you know, aren't selling. <laughs> And yeah. You niche down into that, and you take over that niche. You're good. You know? Yeah. So, unfortunately, tabletop games is one of the ones that are. It's the, it's the biggest ones. Yeah. yeah. Unless you can kind of go away from like D and D and Warhammer and like the main main ones and steer towards. Well, I think. Else. I think that uh, a good market for anybody that wants to do it, even if I'm I'm putting the idea out there for anybody that wants to do it. Um, last night I was kind of sitting around just kind of scrolling through Pinterest, um, just looking at a bunch of D and D stuff, items, um, new characters, things that people have made up. Um, you know, you can make miniatures off of, it sounds bad, but off of other people's ideas. So one of them I was looking at, I'm building a monk character. Um, and I found one called, uh, way of the white Lotus from avatar, the last airbender. And I was like, that would be a really cool thing to have. And, like, how would I build that character? What would that look like? So, you know, you could kind of do whatever character you want, but kind of give them, like, an Uncle Iroh robe with a white lotus symbol on it. So I think if you did something like that, you know, people love callbacks to things like that. So if they say, oh, that, you know, that's the white lotus from so-and-so, and now it's on my character, you know, a lot of people, I think that would probably be, if there's ever was a niche, I think that would probably be. Um, one of the bigger ones because people love callbacks uh, and people like their own designs printed on things so like you said if somebody says hey you know I want this character but I created this symbol can you work that in there I think that would be a really good idea a really good way to go so if I don't steal before everybody else does you know it's it's a good (laughs) idea to put out there look I don't have a big audience base so I'm sure you're okay (laughs) (laughs) so it'll take me a while to learn it but you know I'm getting there it's a great idea, especially if you can if you can t- kind of make your own like characters out of like from the last from Avatar. That'd be dope, you know. Whether it's like Firebenders or whatever, or whatever benders, you know, that'd right. be pretty cool, you know. But yeah, you can have a main Firebender, exactly. Because if you have your style of art, people love that. I love that. I love seeing people make things in their style. Even every yeah. the thing is, everybody copies. Like I was watching, <clears throat> I was doing a blender t- blender tutorial a while, long, long time ago. And he had a good point. Like I think it was the I don't know if you ever heard of it. There's there's a famous donut tutorial in Blender and it's like the first thing that everybody kinda makes. And it's on YouTube, it's a guy who does it. 
And the guy says, you have to reference everything. He's like, I wish he was like, I wish I had a shirt yeah. that said reference, reference, reference. He's like, because if I want to create a donut, it's hard for me to just think of it in my head. I need to see a picture. I need to see this. Like, right. You have to look at things and you're going to reference whether it's a bunch of things and you can put together. It's, it's every artist does that. I don't know any artist. If you, yeah. if you connect to my Pinterest, my monster file or under my creations, I literally have hundreds of different pictures of different types of monsters, creatures, everything. Um, going, you know, going to art school, that was definitely one of the things that they said, you know, you need source material, you need references from everything. And, and you pull from everything. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to say, oh, I created this out of my imagination. But, you know, even your imagination came from references of other things. Yes. So yes. you you got to pull references from everywhere. If you have an idea, like, you know, okay, how did this person do this? And, you know, check 25 different people and come up with your own style, your own way of making it. And um, and just get creative. Do do a thousand different drawings of the same thing. You know, right. I th I agree. I definitely agree. Having source material and tons of references is yes. probably it's the number one thing you want to do. It is a it must. Is. It's a must. I've learned that the hard way. I'm always trying to like when I'm designing things. I'm like, and then I go, just look at it. Like, just go free. Yeah, because you feel like you want to copy off of other people. Yeah, but you're you don't have to exactly. Yeah, but you have to. You have right. To. Like, it, it's fine. It's normal. That's totally normal. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a. If there's any takeaway from this, that would be the number one thing. Reference everything. Save every picture. Take a picture of everything. Yep. Anything you, artists, you can. All you artists or striving artists, whether it's you know with a paper and pen or three D sculpting and ZBrush, like you, you're going, you have to reference. You do. Everybody does. Everybody does it. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Even the professionals. So it's not. But yeah, that's that's a huge part of it. That's a, a big part of it. So, um, do I have any? You got anything else? I'm trying to think. Do we, you have any more or questions? No, I think that was most of my questions. You probably covered more than the questions I had. That, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen the other podcasts about, you know, don't want to reiterate those, but I, I've seen those and those kind of cover other things and answered most of those questions. So this kind of, you know, touched on the other questions that I had. You had some, you had some good questions. We were talking earlier and you had... What was the question you asked me when we were texting? I forgot what I'm trying to see. Oh, okay. You said so. Okay, for people who are listening or who's going to listen, I had printed the uh, Mandalorian helmet. Remember, I, I sent you like the picture, yeah. a little the time lapse of that. Uh, right. And you said, da, 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 "Hold on, hold on. I got it right here." You said, does it, okay, painting. You said painting it. You're like, is it right, okay, yeah. Like a, is it similar to painting like a Gundam? Um, and I said, basically, yes, but on a larger scale. <laughs> so instead yeah. of like an airbrush or something like that, are you going to want to use like a rattle can? Because you don't, that will take forever with an airbrush kind of going over a full size, you know, helmet that you're going to use for cosplay. That's another thing. Cosplay. I was going to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, can you 3D print stuff for uh, cosplay? Oh, my gosh. 
much. That's what everybody does. If you go to a Comic Con, if you see anybody, most people dressed up in like some kind of like full suits or armor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that stuff's 3D printed. Whether they did it or they bought it from somebody, there's a guy who made a business off of strictly selling. Um, man, I wish I could find the site. There you go. That's a good idea. Yeah, he strictly sells cosplay items, and it's from like games like Mandalorian, not Mandalorian. Well, yeah, Mandalorian, but like, um, what's the other game? What's the darn it? What's the real popular one? Call of uh, Duty. Uh, No, but the Metroid uh, Prime. No, where you go and you all wow, you all shoot each other. It's like Apex Legends. That's the more popular one. There's Apex. There's uh, Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. Uh, Okay. Fortnite and like the guy models like the guns so like you know you have different okay yeah so he can just get the picture of the gun and he'll Mm -hmm. 3d model it print it out and sell it as props for like uh, here's a quick question Mm -hmm. so when you're doing 3d modeling because i've never looked into 3d modeling does does the computer take a reference picture and and map its own 3D model of it, or do you have to make the 3D model yourself? Like, does it does it take a picture and do mapping, or do you have to like kind of do the rest of it yourself? I don't know one that does that. Uh, you got to do everything yourself. So, like, you could take okay. a picture, and uh, let me see. I, I wonder if I could mirror this real quick. But you could take a picture. You could kind of trace over it and then you have to like pop it up in 3d if, if i'm making yeah. sense at all yeah i understand what you're saying. okay this is in like cad style drawing um and then i'm gonna see if i can you know, one second show you something real fast my camera is pulsing pulsing yeah it's like i don't know if it's trying to focus on me because of the light it's like going in and out in and out that's what That's weird. Okay, so I'm going to try and... I'm trying to like... So I'm trying to like mirror my whole screen. <laughs> but now it's just like a bunch There you of go. That's how you can mirror the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go. Hold on, I'll put this down. What do you see now? Do you see this now? Yeah. Okay. Star Wars background and then that, yep. Okay. Oh, wait. You see the Star Wars background too? I saw it, yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to look. I can't see my... Oh, why is it... Oh, okay. You know why? Because I have two. I have two screens. I was trying to show you... I mean, I see the one that... Yeah, I can see that. There we go. That. This is what I'm trying to show you. Yeah, I got you. I can see it. Okay, so this this is... Uh, Fusion 360. So what you could do, and I'll, I'll show you like one of the cookie cutters I did, for example. And this I made up myself. So mm-hmm. this I actually drew in a... Um, so this is the picture that I drew, right? Okay. On like digital, digital drawing. I would yeah. put it, I would pop this in here, this picture in here, and then you would literally trace it out and eventually you would pop up a body like make a body out of it like that mm-hmm. i don't know if okay that makes any sense. yeah so okay so now it looks like that so this is one of the cookie cutters that i actually made okay that's basically how you do it that's like a real basic one 
Um, right. So, and yeah, that's how you. Uh, that's normally how you do it. So if I had a Fortnite gun, what I would do is I'd take a picture of it, probably do something similar, like maybe try to get a flat picture of it if I can and trace it out. Yeah. Pop it up and then try to get all the little details in it as much as maybe For the opposite side. Yes. Yes. Okay. You could also do uh, sculpt, uh, uh, like digital sculpting too, which is which is a little different. Uh, that's like literally, it's literally clay in digital form. You're literally you start right now. I've seen a lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah. So you could do that. Too. I could do that one day more time consuming. It is, but I think you just you just get a lot more detail. See, something like that I would use to design characters. Um, mm-hmm. But like what I was just showing you in CAD design, you, you usually it's it's better to model like parts and uh, yeah. you know, things like that, prototypes for whatever. But, now is that because it, it mirrors basically? It's a symmetrical thing. So if you use CAD or like even for the cookie cutter, it's like a symmetrical thing versus like a gun where you can have one thing on another side exactly. and you know, something different on the other side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could do it in here, but. CAD is based on draw, drawings. It's with, um, I'll show you. I'll show you in a second. CAD is based on drawings, um, mm-hmm. and sketches. So, if we yeah. this away, that's all. It's just based on this these sketches that you're stretching right. in two, two dimensions. And then you can okay. shoot them up into, um, you know, you can extrude them into a three dimension. Um, right. So it's a little harder. Like you can like make rounded things. Like here's like a dice holder I actually made. Um, mm-hmm. I advertise in my own parts, a dice holder for <laughs> dice, basically D and D, whatever you wanna. So yeah, like you can make rounded parts like that if you want. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. still pretty symmetrical. Yes, or anything organic, which, you know, things like that. You're you're gonna have to sculpt. In my opinion, it's easier right. to sculpt, like like yeah. and creatures and dragons and stuff like that. So right, I can see all Right. So that's the main difference. So if you know both, if you know both of them, you're good. Um, <laughs> like you can do a lot. It's basically using the right tool for the right job, it kind is. of thing. Exactly, it is. That's exactly what it is. Right, so let me do this. Share. Okay, there we go. Oh, now okay, that's fine. This is ZBrush. See, like stuff like that. You know, boom, like that. That picture did not look like whatever it was when you pulled it up. That is uh no, no, the the thing below it that when you first pulled it up, it looked like it was just like in this uh downward dog position and just like legs out. And I was like. What is that? <laughs> and then I saw the feet under it, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. I, I see what we're getting at. What are people sculpting? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, these, these people are getting wild out here. This is, this is different. Mm-hmm. So, like, stuff like that, obviously, is good. Yeah. You know, but then they have hard surface modeling, which is cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is, oh, just yeah, that's what I love about ZBrush and stuff, so... Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think ZBrush would. Well, I think ZBrush would probably be a good thing to uh, 
I don't know blenders. I've I've used ZBrush before um, oh, okay. when I was animating things. Oh, um, so you should know a little. You know a little something. Then. That's I, yeah, I know a little something about it. I was using it when I was uh, starting to animate stuff, but this it was obviously an older style of ZBrush. This was yeah, this was like ten years ago or something. <laughs> but yeah. um, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure it has advanced plenty since then. Um, but it was a really good program then, so I'm sure it's nothing but great now. Um, but I'm, not to discredit any of the other sites, this is just the only one that I've used, so I don't know much about the other program. Yeah, Blender is uh, just a mix of everything. You can sculpt, you can do what I like. You could do like CAD stuff, you could do rendering, and it's free. That's why everybody like, mm -hmm. loves it. Yep. <laughs> no. She's like it's thunderstorming. <laughs> is like, it thunder? That's what she's saying. Oh, yeah. Maybe here it is. Yeah. And this was a rain today. See, that's really nice. Right. Well, this is what motivates me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I went into a um. I went into give away my location, but whatever. I went to Chinatown the other day, um, and they have a. I guess it's kind of like a, a candy shop almost, um, but basically, when you look up all around the edges, they have just um, models of like One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, everything, and I'm just like, man. And I was like, I would love to buy one of these, and you look, and they're like hundreds of dollars. But then you learn something like this, and you're like, mm, or I could just make it myself and just not have to worry about all that. Man, you can find that model. So if you had a resin printer, you could find that model and just print one. I mean, right. you, you got you to paint it. You know, it's not gonna be yeah, but I'm sure, you know. Yeah. Now, I guess another question would be, and this is, this is going to get kind of funky here, but That's cool. could you, I have, this is a two-part question. Could you print, well, I know you couldn't do it at FDM, but for resin, could you print a translucent piece? You would have to paint it to get a color to it, but... Well, I guess... They have, they, have, they have clear resin, yes. Okay, so you could print a clear resin and then kind of, like, paint it to look like fire, if you wanted, depending on your oh. uh, painting skills. So I've done it before, yes. I have okay. You get clear resin, you get alcohol dye, and you just mm -hmm. drop whatever color, whatever color you want, a little bit of the, al the, dye, the alcohol Pre Pre-made. Before you make the whole thing, you just drop the dye in there. Well, what I did was I got clear, uh, I got a bottle, I got clear resin, and then mm -hmm. I just poured it into like a container or something, poured a little, couple drops of the dye and mix it up, mm -hmm. the, and then pour it in and, and let it print. And then it'll print that right. it's like translucent red or kind of color. Yeah. Okay. Or, yes. And that way you don't have to paint it. It comes out uh, how it'll come out, basically. Yeah, but it'll be translucent. Like it'll be clear with a little color on it. Yeah. But I mean, it'll, it'll give the effect of fire. And then if you wanted a little more, if you wanted to paint it a, a light, like a watered down uh, red, you could kind of add that to it. Yes. Now. My second question is, if that is also possible, I know there's two different materials, but it is a thunderstorm. I just saw lightning right outside my window. Oh. Um, 
<laughs> I just I heard it and then I turned around like oh there it is. Just <laughs> seen her face. She's she's like dad. It's a thunderstorm out there. I'm just letting you exactly know. okay. Right. <laughs> my <laughs> like, my kids are outside right now. They they ran out to get something to eat. So they're they're gonna come back screaming. <laughs> it's a thunderstorm. We gotta get hides. I'm like yeah. It's out there. Yeah, that's pretty bright. Um, my question. Okay, so. I'm going to start with a broad thing. Could you not miss the two, but if you were to print a character in DM, would you also then combine, not, not in printing, but in statue, a resin base around it? So, do, so if I were to create a character, let's say I created NL. I don't know if you watch One Piece, but there's a character called Enneru or NL. And he's basically like a lightning god. You gotta watch it to see it. But if I created him in FDM and then wanted to create the lightning as like a translucent resin, could you make that work some way? Okay. Or would that be doing too much? No, you can do whatever you want. Oh, wow, of course. That's actually probably a good idea, to be honest. Yeah. Okay, you would just have to find a way to make that stand, to, to make that connect. Yeah. So you could probably create, like, a base out of, like, the lightning and do the lightning all around, and then have him be in the middle somehow. Oh, definitely. What's the what's the character's name that you said? I, you know what's funny? You'll probably find him under NL. Okay, you and my, you and my one friend at work would get along because he, he's, like, super into One Piece. Like, all we do is talk about anime all day, but he like he he's like watched all the episodes of One Piece. So did I. <laughs> oh my god! So wait, so is, it, is it that E N? No, not not the new Luffy that's out. Uh, e N E L, or you could put in God uh, N L. I usually type in in the room. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Right. So that's it. So he has different forms. I mean, the one, um, the one form he has, he's just like stri strictly lightning, right. and I would probably print that in resin. But like, if you see on your screen, uh, the if you go down to the bottom to where he, it's him, but he has kind of like lightning all around him. Those two blue ones, yeah, one of those two, something like that. Well, it says STL. Let's look at it. Dang, there you go. Seven bucks. Uh, eight, eight bucks. What the heck? Do you see that? Oh, um, hold on. Hold no. on. I got a... Uh, how do I... Do, do, do. Oh, here we go. Share this tab. There we go. So, this is, this is an STL that you can print. It's gonna, okay. It's going to look like that when you print it out. Right. <laughs> but yeah. You gotta, but they've already kind of done the work for you in a way. I mean, it's, right. a, lot of, it's a lot of probably different pieces you have to print. But mm -hmm. it's, out, it's out there. Like, um, so when you take the file, does it come in pieces or does it come as one whole file that you print time, out? Uh, most of the time, it's both. Uh, okay. They give you. They will give you a. Uh -oh, this. They'll give you a file like a bunch of files with a bunch of pieces because it's just easier to print sometimes in a bunch of pieces. And yeah. they'll give you a file that. Um, okay, here. Okay, let's look at this one. And, or they'll give you a file 
uh, where it's all one piece. So you can see how he, mm -hmm. there's even a different piece right here. But like, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Is that him, by the way? Is that, oh, yeah, ML. Yeah, that's in the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here's a piece. Favorite here. character. There you yeah. Go. Okay. So that's how you would print it out. Yep. And then you just pop them all together. Boom, boom, boom. And put it all, you know, put it all together. So I could print the lightning pieces in resin. But now, will that connect? If, if I print him in FDM and I make the lightning in resin, will that still connect in the same way that it should if I made it all out of the same material? Yes. Okay. It will still, you're just printing, you're just, you just have two different materials. As long as you mm -hmm. change the scale or the size of anything, everything okay. will connect okay. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. That would be... Mm. <laughs> well, look, I always tell my friends, if you want me to print something, let me know. I got, I got this stuff. It's only 12 bucks. I, I, I might be on the corner for a few just, uh, just to buy me a 3D printer. I got some ideas now. This is, uh, I'm just but no, that would be, that would be dope. Yeah. So every, like a lot of stuff is out there. Like I said, the community is crazy and like you can get a whole statue of him for 12 bucks. I mean, and in the store, how much are you paying? Probably if you found them. You know, you're probably paying like oh, I think, 100? yeah, I found one of him and it was almost like three hundred dollars. Right. They almost had me, but I was like, ah, yeah. Mind. I mean, it's 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 painted and it looks nice. That's that's. What it looks cool. nice. Yeah. It it, yeah. it would be amazing to have the sculpture sit around, but one, I don't have space unless I move all my Gundams. But two, it's kind of like uh. It, Sometimes justifying spending that much money on something like that, like unless you really got extra cash lying around, which I don't, you know, it's, you know, so to make it would be even better. Or like you said, like if, if I wanted to create something like that, knowing that I could use two different materials to create something, because I'm pretty sure that would look amazing to have like this character and then have almost realistic or at least translucent looking lightning or fire around the character would probably look amazing. Exactly. Exactly. Sky's the limit. And I get it. So, trust me, I get it. I try to put as much people onto 3D printing as I can. I'm like... This is working. I was just... <laughs> well, my, my, my one guy, the one, my mud friend at work, he's similar. He's, like, been thinking about 3D, print, 3D printing... He wants he's wants the FDM because it's cheaper. Usually FDMs are cheap, yeah. right? So um, I've been trying to get him to pull the trigger. He's like, ah, you know, I don't have the money, blah blah blah. I'm like, I get it, that's fine. Um, but I was just like, dude, once you get it, like, I'm serious, like, because but he wants to sell things too. Um, yeah. I was like, once you, but FDM is cheaper in general. It's just cheaper. The machines are cheaper, mm -hmm. and the filament's cheaper. So. Right. So you do need two different machines. You don't have, there is no universal 3D printer that does both. And if it does, it probably costs a lot. Yeah, but I say not that I know of anyway. Uh, that, yeah. That could do. Because it's two, it's literally two different uh, ways. Process. Process. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's UV light curing and the other one's just heating up filament, you know, with a, yeah. with a, uh, with a heater. So that's it. Yeah. Makes sense. That was good. I like that. So, while we're yeah, that, what we're going to do, we're going to close this out <laughs> with the AI mashup. So, Derek, give me, 
just give me someone random. I don't care. Any, it could be anyone. I'm going to match it up with something. Um, Jack Skellington. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, Jack Skeleton. Between. I don't know how to spell Skellington. Skelling. Is it Skellington? I think it's Skellington. Yeah, Skellington. Skellington. I'm spelling. I'm like jacking up. The I think it's S K E L I N G T O N. Yeah, it's two. It's two L's. Whoa! I'm jacking this okay. up. Jack. Please. Jack Skeleton. And hmm, who should the other one be? Hmm. <laughs> ah. Random. Oh, Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't mess this up. Sebastian. Whoops. I'm really jacking this up. All right, wait. A mix between Jack Skeleton, I should from The Nightmare. Oh, they should know. And Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. Let's see what happens. Yeah, Disney characters. They should have. Yeah, it's whatever. It, it should know. Hopefully. I was actually going to say Mickey Mouse, and then you said Sebastian. Oh, you should have used Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it would have been boring. It just would have been a skeleton. What the heck is this making? What the heck? What is that? It's is that the picture? Is it rendered? Oh, I was about to say. It's an egg. Yeah, it's 15, 15% now. Who is that person next to him? What's happening? It, look, I don't know what it's doing, but that is not. that looks nothing like Sebastian. This process is wrong. I don't think it knows who Sebastian is. Yeah, I don't think that's not spelled. Yeah, he's making you, know you know what's better? If we get two, like, if I can get an actual picture <laughs> in a. Mm. I don't know it's done. Oh, it's almost done. If I can get a picture of Sebastian, Little Mermaid, and then you can upload. You can yeah, because I, I don't know who this I just want to see a skeleton crab. That was going to be hilarious. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I mean, the, the bottom right one is not bad, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, some of it looks cool. It, I don't know who Sebastian is, but whoever this person is, it thinks it's Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Looks, I don't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That's, that's a different Sebastian. <laughs> that's the wrong movie. I don't know who that is. I haven't seen that Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. Did you see the new one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, I did. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Oh, not yet. It's good. No. It's good. It really is. I hear a lot of people saying, you know, just like all these Disney movies, like, you know, of course we grew up on the original cartoon, so everybody likes those, but they said this one isn't bad. You know, it's still pretty good. I mean, they're all coming out with, like, these uh, live action. Live action version. And they're just, a lot, everything's different. A lot of things are different, so. Have you seen any One Piece at all? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, I'm like on episode, I'm only on episode like 100. <laughs> so, you know, they're coming out with a live action version for Netflix. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, it looks so bad that I want to see it. Mm. Like, there are a lot of times, like, I didn't see the Full Metal Alchemist one. They had a couple of those. I was going to reference to that one. Like, the Full Metal Alchemist one was like, okay. But, like, I was talking to that, uh, we were talking about that, and my one friend at work was like, 
you know, he I think he never watched it and he was like it was just mm-hmm. going too fast or something. I forgot what he said. I think I think yeah, cause, he never watched it. So Yeah, they're mashing too much into a movie. I mean, this is what they normally do in a movie. They're mashing too much into, you know, an hour or however long it is. But yeah, most of these I say that to say that most of these live action uh movies, in my opinion, are not as a standalone, some of them, I guess, are pretty okay. Like, Jungle Book was, was pretty good to me. Um, I, I miss a lot of the original music, but for what it was, if you've never seen the cartoon, it was pretty good. I think um, yeah. yeah, but The Lion King, that was, that was awful to me. I couldn't. You said it was awful or awesome? I'm sorry. I, it was awful. I, I didn't like okay, it. I didn't, it was. I didn't like it either. Yeah. And even, and that so, was, I mean. Uh, yeah. And that was, what's his name who did that? Why can't I think of his name right now? The same guy who did the Mandalorian. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, dang. Oh, man, yeah. A lot better. I mean, a lot, a lot of people try with good things and drop the ball. What is that? Is that the flash <laughs> breaking up? Mickey Mouse, like what the heck is this right here? This is like, this is like a. I don't know. I was about to say that that is a new cast of D and D character right there. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It actually looks like if Mighty Mouse was a like newer movie, like I, I could see that. Movie. Yeah, I could, I could somewhat. If they animated it. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why does he have an H on his chest, man? The AI is pretty mm-hmm. bad at like letters. I don't know what that stands for. <laughs> It's bad at letters. It can't. It can't do letters. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't something with the algorithm or how they wrote it. So that's what. What is, what is this? What is this mashup? Huh? What What is this program? Mid Journey. Okay, I'm using this. <laughs> I'm gonna spend the rest of my night doing this. Well, you can do it for your images. Like if you if you looked at me and Sean's like Dad's the multiverse. Those pictures, I they're all AI, they're AI generated. Like we actually took pictures of ourselves and mm-hmm. put it on there, and it can generate you in a cartoon version, if that makes sense. So, yeah, okay. Or, an, or anime, whatever type of style of art you want. So let's do something cool. Um, yeah. I'm going to do, um, oops, I'm going to do a superhero mixed with like a Super Saiyan or something like that. I don't know. So hopefully it comes out good. Okay. Um, yeah. super do you your favorite person? In Batman, yeah. Okay, a Super Saiyan. Just Super Saiyan Batman. Yeah, a Super Saiyan version of Batman. Let's see what happens. How would that work? That's. I don't know. It's easier when you have. If I have two pictures, a, a picture of Batman and a picture of Super Saiyan, I can upload them. Yeah, it's easier to mash them together. Yeah, and it looks so crazy. But for some reason, when I can't download images right now. Like my computer's being. Weird. That doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah, it looks. Uh, I don't know because I feel like there might be a lot. Oh, well, you can see Batman coming up, and you can see like this, like. Yeah. The yellow. So I see the glow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks like the bottom right might have another winner. This one, yeah, that one looks dope. Yeah, that. This one's looking all right. Look at the look at like the little hair that. <laughs> <laughs> His inner essence. He has the inner essence on this side. <laughs> Yo, that's actually not bad. I do like. It. I, I mean, all of them are really good. I I like all of them, yeah. but that. 
That's crazy. But you can even go further. Like if I like if we like this one the best, you hit V two uh -huh. and it'll do more. It'll do more. Uh, you can take that and then and add to it. Yeah. Okay. It'll do, it'll do more variations of that type. So it's it's about to start that now, and I'll just give you four more of sim some similar to this. This guy look. He looks like evil. He looks like some kind of. He does look evil. Built. He's like a built. Like, I can see that. Built that's quarter of the owls Batman, man. <laughs> or yeah. another rendition. I'm actually uh, rereading Court of the Owls. So I have it, and I still haven't read it yet. <laughs> so I got to get to it. Sean gave me a bunch of his like trades. I call them trades. And, yeah, the uh, bigger ones. Yeah, he because he's a huge Batman fan. Shout out to Sean if he listens to this. He probably will because he has his own podcast too. Yo, nah. that's crazy. I like that. I kind of like. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> it's just the hair coming out from me. It's a. It's almost yeah. like he just has like the front mass, and his hair is just coming out the back. Yeah. And then you got like the, the same. Um, especially that top left one. That is just you guys' hair popping out of that. Yeah, that's too much. Like an old, like the old. Uh, Mexican mask, like the wrestler mask, how they would have like the whole thing around their hair, but their hair would be sticking up out the back. That's what that looks like. It's Batman, the Mexican wrestler. <laughs> El Batman. El Batman. Wow, look at my hair. Get me out of this cage. Don't wrap this dude about to wrap his legs around me. No, I'm good. Oh, no. <laughs> he might. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll do one more. <laughs> we'll do one more. Oh man, let me think. Let me think. I saw we saw some there were some dope ones out there. I saw some cool ones. Oh man. Oh. I'm gonna do something weird. So it has to be fairly popular or fairly common for the system to know it. No, it doesn't. It can be anything. Like I mean, if you don't put a picture up, like if you're just searching, oh, I can I can tell it to draw a picture. Like I don't need it. Okay. I can tell it to like to draw it stuff. Anything like, I, but I just have okay. to describe. I just have to describe it. Like you know. Okay, an, I got you. An anime style picture of a man with da 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 blah, 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 boom bam, and it'll just spit it out. Yeah. Kind of like more descriptive, the better. I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. Okay. The more descriptive of the yes, exactly. So an anime style picture. Whoops. Darn it. Okay. Man. I don't know. Come on. I need something random. Anime style picture. It doesn't even have to be a person. It could be scenes. How about this? An anime style picture of... I spelled that wrong. Tokyo in the winter? I don't know. I'm just thinking of random stuff. Just kind of Tokyo on the apocalypse? Maybe. You could do that. Watch. I'll do that, actually. Um, imagine. I'll just copy. Whoop. I'll copy this. I'm out here overworking the system. I'm like, oh, in the winter is nice. It's nice to repicture do the apocalypse. <laughs> but the buildings are all destroyed. Do the apocalypse. <laughs> so, how would I put 
that an anime style picture of Tokyo? Oh, an apocalyptic to- to- Tokyo? Apocalyptic Tokyo, yeah. Tokyo, Tokyo. Dude, that looks nice. That's just, yeah, that, that looks peaceful. <laughs> now destroy it. Yeah, now destroy this picture. Everyone, de- everyone's dead. So, yeah. So like, yeah. Oh, look at that. That's nice. Yeah, anime style. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's. It's very uh, Studio Ghibli kind of. Yes. Kind of look to it. That's and that's exactly where I probably got it from. I probably saw a bunch of Studio Ghibli stuff on. Oh man, look at this one! They got one person walking by himself. Yeah, there you go. That's what we need. Great anime, I am legend. I wish I could make this bigger, like zoom in, but I don't. I don't know if I can. I can see. I see the one with the person walking. Oh okay. You got like cars over here. Yeah, yep. exactly, like, that's it. That's the scene. That's that is what I picked. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool looking. So cool. The, that was after the winter. It all just turned. <laughs> it all went south after the winter. <laughs> yep, exactly. This is next week. This is the right. <laughs> next week. <laughs> Yikes! It's Mars forecast. We have apocalypse and other. All right. All right. Well, that's good. We're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap it up. Dang, it's been over, yeah. over an hour. So that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, you got to come back. I enjoy it. Uh, Absolutely. Come up with more questions or just whatever. Who cares? I will have tons more. After that, I'm going to be a ZBrush professional. So I'm like, listen, this is what we're talking about today. Show us some of your stuff. I'm there you go. I'm going to get a better laptop first, and then I'm going <laughs> to <I'm gonna, laughs> be able to screen share. Yeah, hey, once I get the better laptop, so I can do some screen sharing. Right now, my phone is, uh, That's right. you know. That's all right. That's all right. No problem. No, no this is good. I enjoyed this. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to do it more often. And um, thanks for being on yeah. the podcast. Anytime. I had a good time. <laughs> all right. Peace out, guys. Catch you later. Keep learning. Bye, everybody. That was Joe Rogan. Okay, bye. <laughs>